I uh, uh, let me ask you, Mark. I think some of these old songs that we have redone have maybe even been better than what they were originally. For instance, when he blessed my soul, have you you've heard our arrangement of that, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, because I can remember being over at Mount Perrin when you're doing the premiere of the Lefevre video over there. Yeah. I said something to you about that. That's a new song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you said no. That's been around for a while. And everybody said we've sung that for years, you know. And uh, Jesus washed my sins away. And first of all, put it in a halftime feel, yeah. you know. And and that's a good thing about rhythm feels. I mean, you know, people can you know say all they want to about being against progress. It's not that people are against change; they're just against sudden change. <laughs> <laughs> but you can put that thing in a halftime, just like turn your radio on, you know. Sins away one glorious morning, praise the dear. Well, you ought to have been there that blessed morning in heaven with the love of the Lord. I mean, that, that, I mean, in, in the fifties, that would have been a killer for the Spear family or, uh, you know, somebody wanted, or maybe a Rosie Roselle and, and statesman, you know, I don't know. With, with, uh, and I want to get this in the interview at, at some point, um, now it sounds out of place. We can always put it, uh, towards the end, looking ahead to the future of, of gospel music. And I guess what we call gospel music might be, you might lean it towards southern gospel or however you want to classify it. But looking towards the future of this music, um, I, I think most people in this industry would, ag- would agree that Bill Gaither has done a tremendous amount, or we should say God has used Bill Gaither uh, to really revive the, the sounds that we recognize as southern gospel or gospel music and really bring it to the forefront. Bill, what do you think, um, what do you believe how do you believe this music will continue to survive year after year after year and even decades from now? Let me say this. I don't think there's a much of a future for it if, it if it if it is going to be defined as narrowly as some people want to define it. Now, there's nobody who is more staped in tradition than Bill Gaither. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody who loves the style that we're talking about uh, of music. I mean, this is my preference. This is what I grew up in. And... Uh, uh, but nothing stays the same. Yeah. Uh, when I first heard the Lefebvre Trio, it was just the simple playing, playing of Eva May and, and the two guys singing. Now, when they bridged out, uh, when they branched out and, and brought in a bass and, and an electric guitar, and uh, uh, in fact, they were one of the first groups I heard uh, a, a pretty big, strong electric bass in a room. Uh, uh, statesman didn't have that, and uh, and and w- when they did that, I'm sure there were a lot of people who were their fans up till then who, who said, uh, "I don't like that." I mean, I I, I like just uh, you know I like it just the way it was. But the point is, nothing stays the same. Now, does that mean that we don't go back? And by the way, I want to send you our new acapella record, Mark. I wish I had it. In fact, I'll overnight it to you tomorrow. You want to? Okay, cool. But on there, we have recorded "Delivered from the Hands of Pharaoh." <laughs> Is that right? And 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 heaven's joy awaits. And whenever you play this, you might want to play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, that is. And we sing it right out of the shape notebook, exactly like every note was written, timing wise, and everything. We embellished a little bit on uh, "Heaven's Joy Awaits" because there are five parts written, and we put in the sixth part. But. But nothing stays the same. And I think as long as we got inventive people and creative people who love to experiment with new ways of doing it, 
Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou came out, and everybody said, you know, bluegrass has come around to where everybody likes it. Well, that's not exactly what bluegrass was mm-hmm. back when it started, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it's been embellished quite a bit. Everything is. But the basic roots of it is still the same. And so what, what I have always said from the very beginning, and I've been a strange animal, and how I've survived in this field, I do not know. There's some people who think that I'm a blessing and other people think I'm a curse. <laughs> but I've always been open. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know about the, uh, about the uh, Jeff and Sherry Easter sound because, you know, I, I kid Jeff about singing through his nose and everything, except I got to listen to what they do, and what they do, they do very, very well. It is different. It's not. It's not the kind of thing that I grew up in. You know. You know, listening. Uh, you know, uh, listening to. I will always hang on to the thing that you, the, the classic, what I call the classic gospel. That's what I grew up in, Mark, and that's what you grew grew up in. But at the same time, I think if we keep keep open, I think there's a great audience, much much bigger. It's interesting. the The man from Asheville who wrote the book, "The Men of Music," mm-hmm. uh, you know, he Bob writes. Bob Terrell. Bob Terrell. He writes for the Asheville newspaper. He's written a lot of the Billy Graham stuff. He came to our Greensboro program. Wrote me a wonderful two page letter. But he came to the Green uh, Green Greenville program that were there at the arena, and he said, and Eva May was there that night. He said, "I sat there and I thought this is interesting." This is Southern Gospel. It's a little bit of Southern Gospel. It's a little bit of traditional Southern Gospel with a gospel group at the piano. A little bit of country because of the extra instruments they're putting in. It's a little bit of bluegrass with the Jeff and Sherry Easter. A little bit of soul gospel with the Jesse Dixon. It's a little bit of legitimate singing with the David Phelps. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. He said, and everybody bought a ticket and everybody liked it. (laughs) And I said, you noticed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can, I can invite, you know, friends of mine that's not even, I don't know, maybe they don't go to church or they're, you know, I don't know what kind of music they like, but I can always tell them, I'll say, well, you know, if you don't like this song, wait a little while, you'll find something you <laughs> yeah. like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just hang on. So I think, I mean, as much as I love uh, the 50s, and I, and I do very, very much, and that's where my heart is, but to go to the mat for that and and and, and miss the bigger picture, uh, I think would probably be uh, be uh, be a mistake. Uh, do we need to be reminded of it all the time? Sure. Does that need to be part of what we're doing? Sure. That's the reason we recorded "Delivered from the Hands of Pharaoh" and "Heaven's Joy Waits" on our new project uh, because that's very anyway. That's a very very important thing that we do, and not only is looking back, but we'll we'll do that nightly on our stand out there. You know, because that's important. And there will be people, trust me, who say, where did this come from? 